0: Folks, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of communion, the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, all the different terms we have in Christianity. But each one points to you, Jesus. Everything is a picture of who you are. All through the Old Testament, there are so many images of Christ. If we have eyes to see, we will see Christ through the Old Testament. But even more, you jump into the front scenes, right in the front middle in the New Testament. Thank you for that. Thank you for being the great revealer of who the Father truly is. This morning, I pray that you, well, teach us something new. Stretch us. Um, Confirm what is already true. And uh, I pray you calm my mind to communicate what my heart wants to communicate today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oops. This morning we're going to deal with a very easy topic. What is faith? (laughs) This is, uh, I got blindsided with this. I did not expect last week to be teaching on this this week. But it all started with one young man's question to his father Dad, what is faith? Sure, I get a text. Hey, Mike, what is faith? Seriously? It's... uh, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is faith? I have my churchy answer. I have the simple one that you just kind of throw at people so they stop bugging you. You know, I'll get into a couple of the answers that we have. You know, the assurance of things not seen, blah, 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 and there, now shut up. You know, that's... We do that in churchianity. What is faith? Well, this sparked a slew of questions, and I ended up reaching out to many friends. Not because I was looking for a new answer. My intent is to move beyond the simplistic wall plaque that says Hebrews 11.1 which is powerful, okay? We're, it's good. There's no problem with it. But it's lost meaning when it's just repeated in, in a normal way. I'm going to show you a couple of translations today just to kind of refresh. So my hope is, what is faith? We're going to go deeper and wider in our understanding. I also want to warn you, I am not going to answer your question. I cannot answer this question and say, this is the answer. It's not going to happen. So if you're hoping for that, <laughs> oh well, welcome to my world where things are becoming a little more, instead of being definite, here's my answer. Now it's more, whoa, okay, there's a couple of perspectives here I did not see. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit fill in the blanks of what you individually need to understand. Some of you will recognize what I'm going to talk about. You're going to identify with some of my interpretation, no problem. But there's going to be other phrases and sentences and paragraphs that are going to hit you differently, which could magnify and give greater depth and meaning to what faith is. That's my hope. I want to read to you something I wrote a couple years ago on faith. It was for an article in a newspaper, read by about three people. (laughs) What is faith? This is a local paper. I was born in the region of Waterloo and have gone to church all my life. Over the years, I've been taught a lot about faith and believing in God. Much of what I taught simply I believed because I trusted those who were teaching me. I never questioned the answers given to me. That is, until I began to have difficulties in life. It should be no surprise to anyone that when troubles and crises come, faith is often called into question. I found that when I began to ask questions, religious people seemed to give me all the same answer. You just need to have more faith. So I tried to muster up more faith by reading, praying, going to church more, and all that self effort didn't work. This made me ask the question what is faith? I discovered a few things that may surprise you as it did me. Faith is not blind. It isn't jumping off a cliff into unknown darkness. Instead, it is jumping into light, into a knowledge of what you already know deep inside. True faith is based on facts, Truth and not on feelings alone. Faith is a gift that God gives you. Any truth He has shown you is your faith. You don't need more faith. You need to look at the truth God has already shown you and believe it. It isn't about the amount of faith you have but rather in what or whom you place it. Everyone in this world has faith. A deep, internal, spiritual hunger. Where do you think that came from? Hebrews 11, to 2 the message says, The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation underlying that makes life worth living. My perception changed. My awareness changed. It moved from what I was just seeing, and it had to switch to what I was believing. But then I found out some of the things I was believing were affecting what I was seeing. Does that make any sense? That what I'm believing affects what I'm seeing, my lens. Well, I was at this little birthday thing on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many of you ever done virtual reality? One of those booths. All the young people are going, yeah, of course. <laughs> you have two? Awesome. So this is placed in Waterloo by the university. And they have these 16 booths. And you go in and you put on these goggles. Yes, your glasses work. So if you have glasses, you can still put them on. And then you, get the, you have to hold these two handle thingies. Yeah, you're, just, you're, you're getting this because you've been there. You probably live there. But anyway. Um, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. So I'm entering this thing. My kids wanted me to experience this. So Lori and I both went. And uh, I promise my perception instantly changed as I'm looking around, holy smokes, whoa, look at my hands. And I go, ooh, what did these do? And I'm, uh, it was an experience, but I don't have time to tell the whole story because that's too much fun. And, but the point I'm going to get to, because it's the funniest part, and you had a wake-up call. Um, Lori and I were finishing our session. She's in the next booth over. One of the games we got to play together, I could see her in my goggles because we synced up. I don't know how they do it, but there she is, and I waved at her. She didn't know that I'd end up shooting her many times, you know. <laughs> but it didn't work because you can't shoot the person. You have to shoot the... It's, how many remember Galaga, the video game Galaga? Oh, please, people. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> it was fun, okay? So it was fun. We were just about finished our session, and the lady that was running it that night, she was obviously enjoying watching us and and experience this for the first time. She so, said, "Okay, before you finish, you got to do the plank." The plank. So we decide, okay, fine, let's do the plank. So we get into this this virtual elevator, and she says, "Now click, click the button called uh, the plank." So suddenly, this elevator is going up, and I'm I'm just seeing all this stuff. and You know, had to do it <laughs> just to see if it would bounce. I'm in virtual reality. Okay. But I did, because it's funny. So the door's open, and there's this plank off the side of the building. And we're talking, And just so you see, I'm going to show you what it looks like. Uh, stage light's off for just a second. This is what the plank looks like when you come off. And remember, got, you're only seeing it on a screen, but it's like all around you, and I saw like birds flying. And whoa! Watch this. So you come out, door opens. And you have to walk out in the plank. Do you get it? No. No. Yeah. So I'm walking. Holy! <laughs> Whoa! It was freaky, and I'm trying all this, and then my son Simon comes. <laughs> <laughs> I had this sensation, and when I hit the bottom, white light. <laughs> that wasn't the best part. Lori in the other booth, she wouldn't get out of the elevator. So she's, no, I can't. So I, I, I only give her a little push, not knowing, you know, she didn't know it was there. Little, she fell and the whole thing went everywhere. It was, yeah. I did not shove her, but it was an experience that, but when it was over, honestly, it was so much fun. You guys got to all try it sometime. It's worth it. You can go for nature walks. You don't have to do gaming. There's all kinds of things you can do in there that are not uh, gaming. It's tremendous fun. But my perception, while I had the goggles on, I was seeing and perceiving what was in front of me. Was it real? No, because when I stepped off that plank, nothing changed. But in my head, the plank had suddenly moved. It just felt like it. My faith was in my sight. I took the goggles off and my sight changed. I'm afraid many believers are wearing the matrix goggles of churchianity and are not experiencing real life. They're experiencing a fake world of how they're supposed to live and act in a small bubble of pre-prescribed behaviors, rules, judgment, you name it, and God is all figured out in these nice cubby holes, and they put a book together called Systematic Theology. And, of course, only one of them is right, right? One version of it. Perception. What I've been learning here at Hope Fellowship over a while, especially in the last two years, is a fresher, better perspective, a deeper look into what some of these things of faith that we are talking about. That's why I want to tackle what is faith. Why is knowing what faith is so important? That's a good question. What is faith? The foundations. I want to begin with... We're not going to get too far today. We'll finish next week. But Paul Braun, who usually sits over in the back corner there. Hi, Paul, if you're watching. I'm using you and what you sent me. (laughs) Um, He added something beautiful that caused the formation of today's message. As I was looking for definitions of faith and explanations of of faith and expressions of faith, he reminded me of the key foundation of why it's important to know what faith is. Why? Why is it so important? Big deal. Here it is. Oops. Until then, there are three things that remain. Faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. Again, remember that fake world of churchianity? The lens? In that world, you're told... You are to run for the prize of a crown. So when you get to heaven, then you'll get this thing, oh, lucky me. Right? That's what we're told. Uh, I think we're encouraged to consider something better and more beautiful, to run for love, to be the expression of divine love in us. But faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Huh. We need to know what's important and why. There's a trinity involved here. Next. For love comes from God, and anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Foundation. This is about just the foundation of why faith is important. First of all, faith, hope, and love. And God is love. We need to know the source from where faith comes from. Next, we know how much, oops, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in His love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. We've covered this before. God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. The good news is God loves us. Little churchy world says now your job is to love God back. And you must. And you have to do it better. Don't hear me say, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Are we going to love God? Yes! But when we make it a duty, there's a huge problem because the focus is now, am I doing it right? We become extremely self-centered. God is love. He did not come to condemn the world, but to love the world. This is huge. Many people... Paul wrote, Paul Braun, he wrote this to me. Um, Hang on a second. I'm going to read this other part. Paul writes, I then became convinced after reading uh, Love, Faith, and Hope, I became convinced that God is love. So when my foundational belief became God is love, then my faith and hope became a knowing. Knowing my father has changed my mindset to not let even thinking in the terms of faith and hope, but in terms of knowing and being known. And that knowing, being built on Father's perfect love, God is love. Then he further writes, many people have a concept of God so fundamentally false, oh no, this is somebody else who wrote this, sorry. Has, uh, many people have a concept of God so fundamentally false or twisted that it would be better for them to doubt than to remain devout. The more devout they are, the uglier their faith will become since it is based on a lie. Doubt in such a case is not only highly understandable, it is even a mark of spiritual intellectual sensitivity to error. For their picture is not of God, but of an idol. I don't know who quoted that. I can't remember who gave that to me. But when people question their faith, we're going to get to doubt in a moment. But as a result of faith, hope, and love, and finding out, that trust is involved in this. I came up with this. Faith is trust with a sad hope. And this is, this is kind of hitting me inside. You know, it, it's not hope, but it's trust, and I have much hope in what I'm trusting. But the hope is also a gift to me, fueled from the knowledge I am growing in, not self-mustered knowledge. Another foundation that has to be understood before we understand faith is this, because this flies in the face of you need to have more faith." Do you remember that in the beginning quote? I thought I had to have more. Colossians 2:10 from the Passion Translation says, "And our own completeness is now found in Him. We are completely filled with God." as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. You are complete. So when you say, I need more faith, you're contradicting truth. Because you have the faith. You need to see it. Next one. You have everything you need. 2 Peter 1, 1.3, one of my favorites. By His divine power, God has given us some of the things we need for living a godly life. It says we have everything we need for living a godly life. You lack nothing. A classic one is on patience. <laughs> Lord, give me more patience, please. You know, when you say more, 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 you're actually praying something false. And when you speak that falsehood enough times, it can become a reality in your experience the more you say it. So you will believe you lack something. When you believe you lack something, you begin to act as one who lacks. Can you see the progression here? We need to back up and see God has given us everything we need. You have it all. You lack nothing. And this is the foundation for faith. This is big. We have everything we need. So let's look at two working definitions. Traditional ones. You can go to dictionaries, which is fine. What does the dictionary say about faith? It is not necessarily a biblical definition, but it is a definition of how we function in our culture to understand what faith is. Faith, noun, is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. That's pretty good. See that key word there? That's big. Trust, confidence. Here's some synonyms. You can read those later. Another idea, especially in the churchy world, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Ooh. (laughs) we're going to dig into that one. But these are the typical definitions of faith. What is faith? Uh, I want to tear some of that apart. I want to share with you, faith is not an adherence to doctrinal positions. Faith is not uh, saying, I am part of this church. Uh, Even the phrase, are you a person of faith? It's code word, do you believe in God? That's not true definition. It's okay to ask that. And sometimes you don't know how to ask people if they are a believer. And I've actually used that term with people. I said, are you into the faith thing? A little more casual, you know, backdoor approach of, you know, are you a believer? (laughs) So, are you a believer? Yeah, I don't do that. (laughs) But there are ways to ask about spiritual hunger. You know? And I want to understand that faith is not saying I believe in the statement of faith. Statements of faith messes up the definition of faith because it says faith, and de- a statement of faith, that everything down here equals that faith. It can't. Find another way to say that. Here's what we commonly will agree on in this place. Just don't use the word faith. Now that we're going to dig into what true faith is. Because all those statements of faith are incomplete. They cannot cover it all because we don't know it all. Is there value to them? Yes. There is. I'm not mocking that. I'm saying, we've never questioned it. We've just signed the statement of faith. When I went to a Bible college, they say, you got to sign this. You not, will not dance. You will not go out to movies. You will not you know, do this. You, blah, 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 blah. You will not use alcohol. I cheated. I added and I wrote, a, I, will, I put an AB in front of use and initialed it. It was never questioned. <laughs> There's a way around it. <laughs> faith is not all that. A misconception with faith is that it's not okay to doubt. And that's not true. It's okay to doubt and question. In fact, you need to. Let's go to this traditional ex- uh, de- description of faith from Hebrews 1, 11, 1, Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. This is the plaque of what is faith in the Christian world. It's up on the wall. It's engraved on plaques. It's, this is the standard being used, but nobody's explaining it. It's a, okay, it's this mystery thing. We'll just leave it as a mystery until my goggles change. But honestly, as we start to dig in, that's why I'm doing this, this is going to expand into something wider and deeper. From the Passion Translation, it says this, faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Mirror Bible. This is a little hard to understand, but it's there. Persuasion confirms confident expectation and proves the unseen world to be more real than the seen. Faith celebrates as certain what hope visualizes as future. Ponder, think. It's too much to take in right now. I, I know, but I've only got so much time, and you guys can think about it later if it hits your heart. But these are the two key definitions of faith, the dictionary one and the biblical one. These are the ones most people speak from. Misconceptions. Doubts and questions are not necessarily signs of disbelief or faithlessness. They represent rather faith that is authentic, alive, and struggling. Secondly, oops, often when I listen to people who say they have lost their faith, I am far less surprised than they expect. If their view of God is what they say, then it's only surprising that they did not reject it much earlier. I have people tell me this all the time. "Ah, I'm not really religious anymore. I'm just not into the faith thing anymore. And for some of the people where I have the opportunity to dig deeper, not that I dig but it becomes natural in the conversation, the God they describe, oh my goodness, of course, run from that God, because he doesn't even exist. It's powerful. Bill Thrasher, uh, he wrote the book in the back, The Purpose, I forget what the name of the title of the book is, but I'm calling out uh, Bill. Uh, He was here last October, a really great guy. Faith is not about trusting more or trusting better. So that God will love you. Faith is trusting that doing more or being better isn't necessary to receive God's outpouring of love. Chew on that. Or, faith is when we get to the end of the try more and be better road (laughs) and have to trust that this effort-driven voyage is not the end of our life's journey. You're going to come to a place of crisis in faith. If you haven't yet, you will. And for those of you who have, you've probably had more than one. (laughs) It's a progression of growing. You will come to a place of, hmm, I didn't have to think about this. In fact, I had one person um, write to me about a a comment I made on their post. Said, you know what, I'm just going to stick to Jesus loves me, this I know. Uh, All that other stuff, I just can't get into right now. I'm very peaceful with the journey I'm on. I thought, good. The stuff we're talking about is for those who do want to go deeper. And just because you may not want to, that's not a bad thing at all. You're not left behind. You're on your journey. And it's okay. We're not in a competition. Who knows more? Who knows less? Who has a better definition? It's not the intellect that drives us ahead. It's our heart. Relationships. Our relationship with Jesus. How is it lived out in us? What's it look like? Is love coming out? That should be the sign of true grace and maturity. Paul Young wrote this. Faith is a child's trust to rest in the embrace of the affection and goodness of their parents. Trinity. A simple trust in parents. Simple trust in your Heavenly Father. A child's level Simplistic trust. Does that make sense? It's not supposed to be that complicated. I think. Yep, okay. We're going to show you a clip in just a moment. Um, Ken North sent me this. Some of you may have seen this, but it's about three minutes long. So, what if it's too long? Just enjoy. There's something going on in this picture that we'll talk about after. I want you, if you can see, Free trust. Lights out. All lights out. All right, please work. Acrobatic maneuvers. Take note. Blah. Background. Holy smokes! I'm not even a simulator. <laughs> Alright. Lights. <laughs> Isn't that cool? She's so not an adult. It is. Ken wrote to me, he said, uh, you know, Ken North. I love how this little girl totally and freely, completely trusts her daddy. No fear, no anxiety, just loving the ride her daddy has her on. Now, isn't that faith? We could all learn from her how to have faith in our spiritual father. That is why Jesus says you need to become as children. What a great image! Can our faith be so simple as enjoy the ride you're on with God? Even when you face storms and trials and tribulations and conflicts of faith and belief? It's okay. You're allowed to. We don't have time to continue, Good, but next week I'm going to get into... Oh yeah, Paul Paul Young wrote this too. How hard we work to turn mystery into certainty so we don't have to trust. This is about having an absolute definition for everything and all figured out. Hey, look, I like having some certainty. (laughs) There's there's some comfort in it. But I'm getting more comfortable with less certainty and more hope. Trusting God's going to reveal greater and deeper truth expanding the revelation of God's love in the Scriptures, of things that have been there the whole time, I just haven't seen. May we have eyes to see and ears to hear. Next week we're going to get into how faith is described in the Scriptures. We're not going to cover it today. Uh, we haven't got time. But I can't give you an answer for what faith is. Let instead the Holy Spirit give you an answer, or answers a collection Why do you think we have so many parables revealing the Father's love? The heart of the Father, the parable of the lost son, the lost sheep, the lost coin. you got all these parables. No one of them is exactly the answer. They are a collection, an exploration to the journey and discovering of the mystery that lives in you. And it wasn't until Colossians 1.27 that it says it used to be a mystery, but now it's revealed Christ in you. When we believe that, trust is built from inside and our faith grows because that faith was placed in us by Christ. And I'll show that to you next week. He is our faith. It is a gift. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, be our teacher and revealer be the one who confirms deep inside what is true. Even if we question it, would you give us peace about it? Peace about you? As a friend of mine once said, going through the greatest difficulty, I don't know what I believe anymore at all, but wait, I believe Jesus. That's it. Father, may we all come to a place of Having to almost put everything else on the side for now and just just see your son. And the revelation he's giving us of our oneness with him. And grow from there. And you get to add in the stuff back in what has to be added in. Leave the stuff out that we don't need to focus on. Renew our minds. Grow us in the revelation of understanding your love. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Next week, part two. (laughs) Should be good. I hope it's good. Um, I hope you're getting stretched because I sure was. And you didn't even get to the good part. Just so much coming.